don't care how, how you came. But you are not living the same. You are not living the same. The Lord will meet you. The Lord will revive you. The Lord will restore you. Come on, sing it to the Lord. This morning, purify my heart, purify me again. Let the weight of your glory, so powerful, bring me back to my knees. Hallelujah! Oh God, come with revival. You can start it in me. Let's sing that portion again. Find me here in your presence. Find me here in your presence. I'm not leaving the same. Let your refining fire. Let your refining fire. You refine me again. Hallelujah. You refine me again. Let the word of your glory. Let the word of your glory. Bring me back to my knees. Bring me back to my knees. Oh God, come where we find Oh God, come with revive. Stop with me, Lord. You can start it. Stop with me, Lord. Find me here in your place. Again. Bring me to my knees, Lord. 
I want your voice. I'm not leaving the same. I don't want to leave the same, Lord. Let the refining fire. Let the refining fire purify me again. Purify me again. Let the weight of your glory bring me to my knees. Bring me back to my knees. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. You can start it with me. You can start with us, Lord. You can start it with me. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, all our cry is what we have sung unto you. Overcome us, O Lord, with a refining fire. And purify us again. Lord, as you purify us again, let the weight of your glory bring us back to our knees, humbling us. For until we are humbled, we cannot receive from you. And Lord, as you humble us, O Lord, we cry. Return with revival. And Lord, if you want to find a heart that is ready for an infill for revival, you can start with us. That is all our prayers that we have sung to you this blessed morning. That we will not live here the same. You find us here in your presence. We don't want to live the same. Start by purifying our hearts. And let the glory bring us to our knees. Once again, O oh Lord, bring us a revival. And let a revival, O oh Lord, start with us. What an awesome time. What an awesome God. What an awesome moment. What an awesome atmosphere. We give you all the glory. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Somebody shout me a believing amen. amen. And as you guys are sitting, do it again as you are sitting. Find me in your presence. I'm not leaving the same. Let your refining fire. Isn't it so powerful? 
Sometimes when we are singing songs, you know, we go by the rhythm. But listen, every song must move you by the lyrics. Such a powerful, look at the prayer, it's such a powerful prayer. If you sing this thing or you play it through and through and through and through for 30 minutes, close to one hour, something will happen to you. I'm telling you, something will, you'll, be, you'll be swallowed in an atmosphere. He said, I find me here in your presence. You are in your car and you are playing it. At a point, you realize that you even lose fact of where you are. Hallelujah. You go to the workplace, something has happened there. If you can mute all the other lines for me so that there will not be any feedback, I appreciate it. You, you go somewhere, there, is, there are some news that is disturbing you, worrying you, troubling you, and then you lift up this song. Lord, I may not be in the church, but wherever I am, I want you to find me here in your presence, Lord, because I don't want to live the same. I'm not living the same. And then you pray this powerful prayer. He said, let your refining fire purify me again. And then you say that, and let the weight of your glory. You see, the glory of the Lord is very weighty. Bible says that he who falls upon it will be broken. But he whom the glory falls upon, it will grind you. So sometimes there are certain things in your life you don't know, you know. And then you say that, Lord, let the weight of your glory fall upon me. Immediately it falls upon you, it begins to prune you. It begins to take that heaviness. It begins to take that burden out of your heart. It begins to take that anxiety. It begins to take that depression away from you. Because, you know, I, I, I was telling a couple of guys that anytime you are, you are migrating into another phase of your life, you know, because it is a new place that you are going to, the old will resist the new. And the new will try to draw you. So there will always be conflict in your system. So sometimes when you are just about to migrate into another phase, sometimes certain heaviness can come around you. Unexpected, all of a sudden, heaviness. Sometimes unexpected, you know, lack of joy. It's like, what is going on? I don't know what is going on. I, 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 I have not done anything, you know, but I, I don't feel that joy around me. It is an indication that you are migrating into another phase of your life. But the old is trying to resist your escape. And the new is also trying to pull you. It is like electricity going through a cable. At a point, it can be very hot. When you are ironing, and then you keep ironing for a very long time, the cable can be warm. Hallelujah. There is a transfer. There is a transfer. I see somebody migrating into another level. I can't hear your voice of, 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 of praise. You, you, you got to understand that this is a supernatural house. What we say is what God confirms. In fact, that is the life of the believer. The believer's life is such that what is said is what the Lord confirms. Isaiah 44 and verse number 26. He said that the Lord who confirms the words of his servant and who performed the counsel of his messengers. So until it is spoken, ladies and gentlemen, it is not confirmed. Praise the name of Jesus. That is why Americans will tell you that a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And in, Psalm, in the book of Psalms, he said that, I think Psalm 81 and verse number 10. Psalm 81 and verse number 10. I think so. He says that, I am the Lord that brought you out of the land. Look, I am the Lord, your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. He said, open your mouth wide. And what will happen? And I will fail it. So when we come to church and we say that, I see you being blessed. Open your mouth and say, I receive it. Don't sit down as though you are in the cemetery, as though you are in the morgue. 
No. That is the only place that people are quiet. When you are in the house of God. Bible says that since the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. Yeah. That which is even for you, somebody wants to take it away from you. So you got to be aggressive. In the realms of the spirit, it takes the aggressiveness of a man's spirit to possess even what God had made available for him. I see you possessing it in Jesus' name. Today is our mantle service, the medium of the anointing. Hallelujah. I have many, 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 many. I have many, 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 many testimonies about the mantle. I'm going to explain it. I will let LP Abi share another powerful testimony. I'll call her very soon. She'll share another powerful testimony. How she laid the mantle on her stomach when she was going to deliver. I, I remember when my wife was going to deliver our last baby, they told her that she's going to have cesarean session. And they had booked and then done everything. The day we got there, when we got to that place, they said that, they, she wasn't even ready for delivery we were just going to see what was going on when we went they said that no 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 we have to do it today so they set up everything and i said no no way no cesarean session for the for here for the way no 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 now i remember that i had my mantle from the first mantle service that we had how many of you still have your mantles good i had mine because i'm the pastor i was privileged to have two so I put one in my car, and one was always with me. I took it, and I placed it on her stomach. I said, in the name of Jesus, this baby will be born. Oh, she, will be, she will be born like a Hebrew woman. And then they, they told her, they said, lie down and let us check certain things. I don't know what certain things they wanted to check. They checked, they said, hey, the dilation is, I think, four centimeters or so. They said, this is something, something. We cannot do, we won't do they were checking to see if they have to do the cesarean or whatever. They checked, they said, you have dilated four centimeters. We can't do anything. They said, you have to deliver. By the time we could say kikri, 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 they started calling. They said, call the nurse. I was inside the room with the nurse. She said, call the doctor. So I came outside into the corridor. I said, doctor. He said, tell them it's an emergency. I said, it's an emergency. Everybody started coming out of their room. The way I shouted, they came and then the, 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 the nurse said, The baby is coming. The baby is coming. The baby is coming. By the time they could say, Fitchere, 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 baby, bruh. <laughs> Hallelujah. The mantle. You see, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The kingdom is made up of keys. Please, can you help me say to another person? The kingdom is made up. Help me. Put on the board for me the book of Matthew chapter 16 and let's read from verse number 18 19 and then see something the kingdom is made up of keys the problem with the church is that we don't have the keys so we don't have the power yeah we don't have the keys so we don't have the power it's not that we don't have the keys so the keys have been given but we don't know them and so we don't have the power because if i tell you that i have some money in my office for you and then I don't give you the key and then you are standing behind at the door you'll be frustrated do you understand that you know that my 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 there is something here for me but i don't have the key how many of you have driven to maybe to your home or to somewhere and you remembered you have left your key from where you were coming from i have done that before and the police pulled me over because the speed with which i was running to pick the key it was after service it was quite late the police saw me they, they stopped me I said, I have left my key in church. Kikri, 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 they let me go. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> now listen. When you leave your key, the frustration, if you know where it is, fine. But if you don't know where it is, my goodness. A lot of believers are frustrated because they don't know where that key is. They know that there is a blessing for me. There is a blessing for me financially. There is a blessing for me in my health. There is a blessing for me in marriage. There is a blessing for me in ministry. There is a blessing for this. There is a blessing for that. If God commanded it, he will sponsor it. So anything that God has commanded, it must not bring you frustration. Do you understand what I'm saying? But because people don't have the keys. So he says that I say unto you that you are Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And look at the next one. The next one. He says that. He said, I will give you. Somebody said the keys. He didn't say one key. He said the keys. So there are keys in the kingdom that open different doors. The key in the kingdom that can open the financial door cannot open health door. You got to have all those keys. One person is carrying one key and he's walking about. That is why sometimes you can have a powerful prayer juggernaut. Somebody who can pray and the mountain will shake but very poor. Very, very poor. Sometimes you can have somebody who is very prolific in one area, but very, very, very deficient in another area. Because they are keys. You get one key, don't be satisfied. You get this key, and my goodness, I need the key of protection. I need the key of this. I need the key of that. I need the key of that. You gather them, you become a supernatural being. What makes a natural person a supernatural person is the amount of keys that you carry. Hallelujah. Is somebody in the house? Say me a believing amen. Amen. Is there an area in your life that you need an intervention? There is a key. He said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And then, it is only after that, that mashal, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. So people are walking keyless and they are binding. And the more they are binding, the thing they are binding is binding them. Because you must carry a key to bind. You don't have the key and you are binding. I bind the spirit of this. Meanwhile, you don't have the key to it. What is the key? And the key is knowledge and understanding. That is why when we come to church, we learn. That is why when we come to church, he remember what Jesus said, Anna. The Lord said that, come and learn of me. Hallelujah. And today we are learning one very powerful key. By the way, from the beginning of the month, we have been talking about exploits, anointing for exploits. And then so far, we have realized that the anointing is the supernatural power of God in a natural container. That makes that natural container do amazing things. Do you get it? How many of you were here from the beginning? Okay, for the sake of those who were not here, let me just use the next five minutes to give you a recap so that we can flow together. Now, the anointing is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dispenses anointing. Sometimes people confuse the Holy Spirit with anointing. They say that the Holy Spirit is the anointing. No, the Holy Spirit is the God personality on earth to administer whatever God wants to do on earth it is the holy spirit that is responsible for example if they pass law in congress it behoves on the law enforcement agency we have some people call law enforcement agency it is not the congress that passed the law that enforces it do you understand it 
the congress the people at congress they don't work on the street it when they say that when now if they decide that when it is red light cars should go when it is green light cars should stop they pass that law they will not be here to enforce it who will be here to enforce it the police do you understand it oh is somebody following like no the people don't understand what i'm talking about and I, sometimes you try to let me be confused but i refuse to be confused in jesus name you won't confuse me <laughs> amen please you understand it so we have law enforcement agencies that is why we call them so the holy spirit there is something about my sound which i don't like there is some reverberation in it that is affecting me the holy spirit is the law and uh-huh i think it is getting better he is the law enforcement agency of everything that god wants to do on earth now when he comes he comes with something called anointing now when he comes bible said that the anointing is what was upon jesus that made him do exploits acts chapter 10 and verse number 38 how god anointed jesus of nazareth nazareth was not even located on the map a very insignificant place nobody knew nazareth nobody knew his background at a point in time when they told them that jesus is here and jesus is there they, somebody said can something good come out of nazareth it was a place of nothing good sometimes you can be at a place people may look at you they say that there is nothing good out of you when the anointing comes how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and with power who went about doing good healing all that were oppressed of the devil for god to you that it does three things i said that when the holy ghost comes he does three major things or the anointing that's three major things when he gives you the anointing number one you go about doing good you become prosperous i explain it to you you become very prosperous number two the, the second thing that anointing does is that it brings healing and number three bible said that it makes your relationship with the lord intact and that is the mandate that was downloaded to us in third john and verse number two listen to this teaching very well third john and verse number two brethren or beloved i wish above all things i wish above all things that you may prosper some people have a problem when they hear the word prosperity but i didn't write it <laughs> if i wrote it the bible according to pastor nikki's version then you can have a problem but this one i believe it raw. beloved i wish above all things that you may prosper say i will prosper, I will prosper. number two and be in health hallelujah say i will be in health even as my soul prospers when we say your soul has prospered it means that your relationship with the lord is intact you are on cloud nine with the lord you eat with the lord you dine with him you communicate with him they said of uh, um, paul they said when the demons in acts chapter 19 and then verse number 13 when those seven boys wanted to cast one demon out they said paul we know and jesus we know who are you paul was on cloud nine with the lord the anointing made his relationship with the lord intact forget about what people say ladies and gentlemen the anointing huh? by the way the anointing is not gift the, listen let me explain something here because people confuse it sometimes people say that um uh, 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 somebody is anointed and misbehaving when you are anointed it will stop you from certain things praise the name of jesus now you can have gifts and fool around 
Yeah. Somebody can be gifted and be fooling around. That is not the anointing. When the anointing is upon you, there are, your taste will change. There are certain things you can't do it. I'm telling you. When the anointing is upon you, he says that your soul will prosper. Your relationship with the Lord will be intact. Maybe you are parading in gift. That is why certain things happen and then you are still okay and you know you are still flowing. But if you are really anointed, there are certain things that will trouble your heart. Because the anointing is contained in the Holy Ghost. And Bible said that when the Holy Ghost is upon you, he will convict you. Praise the name of Jesus. So please, you got to understand those two things. Maybe you are operating with a gift. And as for a gift, anybody can give you a gift and go away. But the anointing is cultivated. It is built up. Hallelujah. Somebody say me a believing amen. Now, so that is what the anointing does. Now, the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is the Holy Spirit. Now, in the Old Testament, we have statements like, and the Spirit came upon him. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon this man. And he began to do something. The Spirit will come upon them. The Spirit will come. And when the Spirit finished working with them, the Spirit will be lifted and he will go. That is why when Jesus was talking in Matthew chapter 11 and verse number 11 about John the Baptist, he said, amongst all people that have been born of women, there is none that has risen as great as John the Baptist. Nevertheless, he made another statement. He said, nevertheless, notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven, in the New Testament church, is greater than John the Baptist. Why was he saying that? Because with the error from Adam, all, I mean, after Adam, all the way to John the Baptist, they were operating with the spirit upon. The spirit will jump upon them. Somebody will be there. And then, in, for example, in Second Chronicles chapter 20, Bible said that uh, from verse number uh, um, 15 downwards, Bible said, and the spirit jumped uh, upon Jezeel, and he began to prophesy. The spirit. And, and he said, no, give me the verse number 14 first. He said, look at verse number 14. The same Second Chronicles. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benana, the son of Jael, the son of Matania, a Levite, of the sons of Asaph, an ordinary person, came the spirit of the Lord. So the spirit of the Lord will just find, it will be hovering around in the Old Testament, trying to find a container, okay? And then it jumps on you, and then it, it's like, it's like somebody who has been possessed. And now you begin to do the bidding of the spirit. When the spirit finishes, you'll be lifted and you'll be the same. So in the book of John chapter 7 and verse number 39, Jesus said, Bible says that for before then, the Holy Spirit had not been revealed. Look at that. But this he spake of the spirit. He was teaching about the Holy Spirit. And then he said, which they, which they that believe on him should receive. Are you seeing it? For the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Do you understand? Now, so when Jesus was going, the reason why he said in John chapter 14, verse 12, that we will do greater works was because the Spirit will not come upon, but the Spirit will be within you and with you. Look at John chapter 14 and verse number 12. Verily I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he shall also do and greater works. Amen. Now, listen, 
The reason why Jesus said this was because when Jesus was here, what made him different from every other person was the Holy Spirit. Now, the Spirit worked upon him and within him. And then he was saying that, when I go, now, the reason why, Kwame, are you here? The reason why Jesus said this was because when he was here, even though he was loaded with the Spirit, because the Spirit had not yet been revealed, people could not receive from him. Do you understand? But when he left and the Holy Spirit now has been revealed, he is inside you. He is inside me and he is with us. Give me verse number 14 from John chapter 14 from verse number 14 downwards and look at what Jesus said. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16. And I will pray. Listen to verse 16 and 17. And I will pray the Father. I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter. That he may abide with you. Come on, come on, come on. Flow with me. He may abide with you. Now look at verse number 17. And in the next verse, verse 17, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him, neither know him, but you know him, for he dwells with you, the spirit upon, and shall be in you. Hallelujah. So, in the Old Testament, Canaan, in the Old Testament, the spirit will dwell with you. It will come upon you, but not in you. But in the New Testament, it doesn't come upon you and go. It comes upon you and be in you and dwells with you. So wherever you are, you can do exploits. Hallelujah. But listen, I got news for somebody. Listen, the Holy Spirit, huh, when he is dispensing the anointing, the anointing is not in space. The anointing needs to rest on the vessel. I'll say it again. The anointing, it must rest on a vessel. It must have something to receive it. Hallelujah. The anointing is not in space. When the Holy Ghost comes and he's anointing, he anoints vessels. So in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 7. Is somebody listening to this teaching? 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Look at that. He said, For 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So when the anointing comes, it comes upon a vessel. Do you understand? Now, so that the excellency of the power of God may be of God and not of us. What that statement is simply saying is that when the anointing comes upon you and rests upon you, you operate with the power of God. Not with your own power. Do you understand it? So now, let us start from there. So if the Holy Ghost comes and he anoints and the anointing must rest on vessels, then we got to understand. For example, in the life of Moses, do you know that the anointing that came upon him rested on his rod? You didn't get that one. The anointing that came upon Moses lied or rested, ladies and gentlemen, on his staff. So in the book of Exodus chapter 4 and verse number 2 and verse number 17. 
when the Lord was sending him. He said, where is shall they believe and know that you sent me? He said, I will empower you. Now, he said in verse number two, and the Lord said unto him. So he was asking, how are you going to empower me? And the Lord said, what do you have in your hand? And he said, it is a rod. He said, that is going to be the resting place of my anointing upon you. Look at verse 17. And he said, you shall take this rod in your hand. Wear it. You shall do signs. Moses got to the land of Egypt. Is somebody understanding the teaching? Moses got to the land of Egypt. When he got there, all the forces of darkness came against him. The only thing that Moses had was a staff. The Lord will tell Moses. He said, raise it up. He will raise it and there will be darkness on the land. The Lord will tell Moses, hit the land with your um, rod. And then flies will start coming. The anointing rested on his rod. So he used it amazingly to do supernatural things. Praise the name of Jesus. In the case of Elijah. In the case of Elijah. Ladies and gentlemen, the anointing rested in his bones. Now, let me say something before I continue quickly. Listen. The reason why sometimes certain people fall sick before they die especially when they are carrying the anointing is because they did not release it listen to me very well elijah didn't die because he emptied himself of the anointing before he died i mean before he exited so he was swallowed up in heaven now a man like jacob before he died in genesis chapter 49 he called all his children and he released what was inside him. He said, you, you be this. You, you be that. You, I bless you here. You, I bless you there. When he finished, Bible says that he gathered himself together. He even told them where to bury him. When he finished, Bible said that he gathered himself together unto his fathers. He checked out. Now, a man like David, before David died, Bible said that he called his son Solomon. He said, do this, do that, do that, do that, do that. And then when he finished, he gathered himself unto his fathers. Now, anytime anybody dies without or approaches his death without dispensing the anointing or duplicating the anointing inside of you in others, it can make your body sick. Because the thing is still in you. So, Elijah didn't die, but Elisha died because of sickness. Elisha, the guy who did double what Elijah did, he died of sickness. Why? Because he was not able to deliver or dispense the anointing to somebody. He was supposed to give it to Gehazi. He didn't have a heart. When Gehazi misbehaved, my goodness, he cursed him. When he was about to die, there was no recipient of the anointing. So the anointing made him sick. (laughs) This is too deep. It made him sick. Now, look at the book of 2 Kings chapter 13 and let's start reading from verse number 14 and then when we read verse 14 we will jump to 20 and 21 look at second kings chapter 13 verse 14 now elisha had fallen sick of his sickness where he died why because he never found people to dispense the anointing. The anointing that God brings must not stay at one place forever. It must be distributed. It must be communicated. 
it must be extended unto others for the perfection of the body of Christ. Now, God will always find a vessel and put some anointing upon that vessel. Now, we all have the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit dispenses the anointing in measures. So sometimes the, the Lord will um, anoint somebody heavily. And the essence is that the Lord wants him to dispense it, duplicate it. He takes some here, he gives it to um, Charles. He takes some here, he gives it to Marshall. He takes some here, give it to Kwame. Take some here, give it to Patience. Take some here, give it to Germani. Take some here, give it to Anna. Give it to you. Do you understand? Now, so when you do not do that, when you are about to exit, it can weaken your body. You can even die of sickness. Now, so the anointing rests on bodies. So in the case of Elisha, because he did not dispense the anointing. When he was dying, he died with anointing. And the anointing was still in his bones. They were now going to bury somebody. Look at verse 20. The anointing. The anointing rests on vessels. It couldn't live and they be hanging in the atmosphere. It was still in the man. And then by sickness, he died. So it was now resting in his bones. Look at it. And Elisha died. Somebody say he died. And they buried him, and the bands of the Moabites, the army of the Moabites, invaded the land at the coming in of the year. Verse number 21 says that, and it came to pass that as they were burying a man, this was where they had buried Elisha, the prophet, who never distributed the anointing upon him. Because the anointing rests on vessels, but his father did not only give it to him. Do you know that his father had a school of prophets? They called them the sons of the prophets. He distributed himself to them. One day, he was about to die. He himself told the Lord, I want to die. The Lord told him. He said, go and find Hazel. Anoint him. Find Jehu. Anoint him. And find... God knows that the anointing cannot rest with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? It got to be distributed. But he never distributed it. Elisha never distributed it. The Bible said that when he died, the anointing was resting in his bones. And then, they... And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that behold, they spied a band of men. They were going to bury the dead. And they saw an army. They, they, they saw an army coming. Hey, ha, hey, ha, we will kill somebody today. Hey, ha, hey, ha, we will kill somebody today. They said, what is happening? They said, the Moabites are coming to invade our land. They said, oh boy, this man is already dead. If we say that we are not going to do the, the, the burial right, by the time we are where, we are also being buried with the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. And they carried the dead man that they were going to bury and threw him. They said that whether you fall in your hole or you don't, you don't fall in your hole, every burial be burial. Every burial is burial. Once you are in the cemetery, you are buried. They carried the dead man jump him unfortunately for the for the for the dead man his body look at it his body and they cast the man into one of the sepulchers unfortunately it was the sepulcher of elisha when the man was let down and he touched the bones of elisha my goodness he jumped back to life he jumped back to life the time they saw the dead man was running and chasing them Brothers, wait for me. Wait. They said, hey, my goodness. Even the army has resurrected the dead. We better run away faster. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. The anointing can raise the dead. 
but the anointing rests in vessels. The anointing rests in vessels. And the vessels are elements. They are natural elements. When the Lord puts an anointing upon a vessel, he becomes supernatural. So, he can be your son, but he'll be supernatural. That is why some, some people can go to a place. They can bring a four-year-old boy or a four-year-old girl. And they tell you, patience. They tell you, you see that small girl there? She's a witch. Sometimes they won't say it loud. Come, come, come. She's a witch. Be careful. <laughs> the girl may be five years. Everybody will be afraid of him. When people are walking around. Oh, how are you? Oh, even if you don't like her, you have to like her. Because you dislike her in the day, in the night, you like her. By the punishment that she will give you. So, the anointing rests on vessels. Told you that in the case of, in the case of Moses, the vessel that he was using was what? Now, when Elijah came, the anointing was resting on his garment. When God told him to go and anoint Elisha, see what he did. Go with me to the book of First Kings. Are you there? Go with me to the book of First Kings. And then let us read a scripture. Don't worry. Let me search for it because I am not following chronologically. I am following as the Holy Spirit is leading, right? Now, so let's go to the book of... Um, Let's go to the book of First Kings. And then I want to read, um, hallelujah, First Kings chapter 19, verse number 13. First Kings 19, 13. And then I'll jump to verse 15 to 20. Can you spend some few minutes with me and let me explain this thing to you? As for the mantles, I've already cooked them. I spent the night praying over them. Each one of them, I lifted it and I prayed over it. Now I explain what it is going to do to you. And it was so, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle. His mantle was his garment. Elijah's mantle was his garment. Now, so he wrapped his face in his garment and went out. He was going to meet the Lord. The Lord was coming. He wrapped himself in the, in the garment. He said, I don't want to see the face of the Lord. So something was covering him from meeting the Lord. So what stood between him and the Lord was the mantle. It was his garment. Heavily anointed. Verse number 15. That same scripture. Now verse 15 says that, and the Lord said unto him, this is when he now told the Lord that, I want to die. I've been jealous for you, Lord, but you have never pr protected me that much. I want to die. The Lord said, really? You want to die? Okay. Then the Lord said, go, return thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. When you come, anoint Hazel. Dispense the anointing because you can't come here with anointing in you. We don't need the anointing in heaven. The anointing is needed on earth to tame devils, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to empower people, to demonstrate the supernatural dimension of God in the land of the living. Otherwise, what is the power of Christianity? If you are the same like them, what is the difference? What you let me join this fraternity that you call Christianity if I don't see the power manifestation? The difference between Christianity and other religions is power. That is all. It's power. And the power is manifested by the Holy Spirit through the anointing. Now, so look at it. He said, when you find 
<laughs> when you come, anoint, deposit in him, Hazel, to be king over Syria. Verse 16. Is somebody following? And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. Distribute the, So he had the kingship anointing in him. The prophet had the kingship anointing in him. He could determine what should happen. Now, he said, And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, shall thou anoint to be prophet in your room. The next verse. We are reading all the way to verse number 20. Look at the next verse. And it came to pass that he that escaped the sword of Hazel. So all the things that Elijah was doing was what the Lord told him that, listen, distribute it. The reason why Elijah was raptured was because he was carrying too much anointing. One person, when he was about to leave, his anointing had to be, to be distributed to three authorities. That is not a, an easy anointing. Hallelujah. Elijah the Tishbite. And it came to pass that him that escaped the sword of Hazel, Jehu shall slay. And he that escaped the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall slay. Verse 18. But I want you to know, the Lord told him, that I have 7,000 other prophets that have not bowed their foot. But look at the next verse, verse number 19. So he departed thence. When he found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, that with the 12, and Elijah passed by him and did what? Somebody said, he did what? So he was holding his mantle like this. And Babu said that he was just passing. He was just passing. And he saw Elijah. The Lord had told him, go and anoint, go and deposit what is in you. Listen to me very well. Go and deposit what is in you, do for you, in him. When he got there, what was in him was in his garment. So, look at how he anointed Elijah. Babu said that he took his mantle like that. He was just passing and he like this, cast it upon him. When he cast the mantle upon Elijah, look at verse number 20. Bible said that immediately he left the oxen. Something took over him. Something more than material blessing took over him. His mind was transformed. He became a supernatural being. What, met, what meant to people did not make any meaning to him. All of a sudden, he began to have and envision the power of God delivering people. He began to see himself leading nations to come out of captivity. He began to see himself raising the dead. He began to see himself breaking yokes and curses and liberating the body of God to go. The anointing came upon him through the casting of a mantle. Through the casting of a mantle. Today, somebody will be empowered over sicknesses. Somebody will be empowered over pain and tears. I don't care what spirit from your background is trying to put you down. After today's impartation and anointing service, you will overcome them in Jesus' name. Somebody threaten you. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be afraid. Just gather your mantle. I remember once upon a time I was going for a meeting. I was scared. And I didn't know what to do. And I gathered my mantle. 
I don't joke with mantle. The dress I'm wearing right now is a mantle given to me by my spiritual father. I don't wash my mantles. I don't, mis- I don't misuse them. I don't abuse them. Because anytime, and I, got ma- I have mantles, I'm telling you. Sometimes you see a man of God, he gives you something, and then, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. And then you, you don't know what you are losing. An anointed man, God told him, go and anoint the person to be prophet instead of you. He took his garment, dropped it on him. The anointing came upon him. He did double twice. Don't joke with spiritual things. That is why the church doesn't have power. We don't even know that pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers are gifts that God has given to us. And they carry their embodiment of the anointing. So we work with them casually. Oh, pastor. (laughs) We don't know. I don't play with my mentors. And I don't play with my spiritual fathers. If my father, my spiritual father, Reverend Dr. Kwajo Boatimepa, he eats. When I'm around him, nobody takes it. They know it. Okay. But the way he ate the food, look at the way he's put his hand. Hey, that is even what I want. Listen, not that I cannot buy the food. I can buy and buy. But my goodness, an anointed man has eaten this food and left this leftover Nobody touches it. Nobody touches it. Nobody touches it. I go to him. I say, Papa, as I'm traveling, when I'm going somewhere, I said, can you release a mantle upon me? When he came recently, I said, Papa, it's a long time you gave me mantle. He carried three of his garments. He gave them to me. Boy, oh boy, nothing will bring me down. Because I understand spiritual protocol. And I know... Bible said that when Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave gifts unto men. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 8. Look at it. And then verse number 12 defines the gift that he gave. And verse number 13 tells what the gift is supposed to do. So in verse number 8, for the, no, give me verse number 8 first. Look at verse number 8. Now when he ascended into heaven, wherefore when he ascended, he gave gifts unto men. Somebody say he gave gifts unto men. What are the gifts? Verse number 12. He said to some, verse 12, verse 10, sorry, give me verse number 10 first. What are the gifts that he, he that descended ascended also, he's above all things. And then verse number 11 says that the gift, these are the gifts. To some, he gave what? Apostles. To some, he gave what? 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 So your pastor is a gift from God to you. Many people don't know. So you see, you, wait, 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 before you clap. Come on. So God has made all the provisions available, but we don't use it. Because, oh, he's my brother. <laughs> he's my, she's my sister. Oh, she's my, she's my classmate. Oh, he's my classmate. But here is somebody, an embodiment of power. He said, Lord, heal me. The Lord said that the healing key is by your side. So, that, but familiarity. We cannot receive it. We cannot receive it. It killed Miriam. In Numbers chapter 20, Miriam died. And they buried her. They didn't carry her casket away. Familiarity. Oh, he's my son. Oh, he's my friend. Oh, he's my husband. 
He may be your husband. She may be your wife. But in the eyes of God, it is not about that. It is about my servant. When Aaron and Miriam rose up against Moses and the Lord came, he said, they said, well, uh, 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 God, you have put us in leadership to tame him. I think he's becoming unbecoming. We wanted to tame him. The Lord said, how come you were not afraid? Moses didn't hear it. Moses didn't have to hear. Sometimes when we preach some of these messages, people think that we are gratifying men of God. But listen, let me tell you something. People who consult mediums, when they go to see a fetish priest, the fetish priest, sometimes the fetish priest, he has not brushed his teeth for three years. Sometimes he, he has not bathed before. And then he's sitting there. He doesn't have school. Somebody with a doctorate degree go to bar. Oh, Papa, <laughs> my father, can you help me on this and that and that? The man said, hey, how come you are standing whilst you are talking to me? Oh, said, oh, Baba, I'll lie, you. Oh. I'll lie. I'm sorry, you. Oh. A man with PhD. Somebody who has never brushed his teeth for three years. He said, my friend, if you don't take care, you will live here as a crocodile. He said, Baba, forgive your son, oh. I didn't know the protocol. Then after the nonsense that they will tell them, they say, when you are going, don't go with your face. Go with your back. Hey, you, you have not seen things before. Now, a whole PhD, a CEO. Baba, thank you. Baba, thank you. We'll be going with us. But they revere the people. So Bible the other day said in Second Peter, he said, if any man will speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. You see, people, God has punished people. God has, himself, he has punished people. But they don't know that it is God that is punishing them. Anything that is incurable, it is God's punishment against his own children. For abuse, do you know what it takes for God to raise somebody and anoint him? Do you know the battle that the person goes through? As we are sitting here. As a pastor, do you know the battles me I will go through on your account? Devils think that, and they know that God said that I'll give you pastors after my heart. Who will feed you? Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. He said, who will feed you? And then verse 16 said that after you have been fed, you will increase and multiply. The enemy doesn't want that. The witches and wizards from your background, from your ex-husband, your ex-wife, your ex-girlfriend, your ex-concubines out. They don't like that. So as I'm preaching and the word is coming, they are already targeting me. It is not you. They are targeting the person that... So you don't have any idea what a called... I'm not talking about a merchandise. A called servant of God goes through. So you touch him. Bible says you have touched the apple of my eye. So in Psalm 105 verse 15, he said, Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Because there is something in them. When you touch them, they may not do anything, but the thing inside them can harm you. Listen, hey. If you touch this cable right now, it may not do anything to you, but if you cut it, the thing inside, the cable itself will not do anything. No. Maybe the person may forgive you. The person may say that, oh, you know, oh, you know. But the thing inside that you have taught, Psalm 105, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. We are bereft of the keys of the kingdom. So a man of God can pray over a garment. And give it to you. And say that this is anointed. Some people will receive it. Anything. 
do I have tissue here? Oh, oh, I have, hang, I have. This is hanky. Where did they buy it from? K and G. And then put it inside. When they finish, you have desecrated it. <laughs> because Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. He says that unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the gospel did not profit them because they did not make it. They didn't understand it. Hey, I read Brighton. I read a scripture about Jesus. I became afraid. Can we do some small analysis? In the book of Luke, uh, in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 5, from verse number 1 to 20. Jesus healed a madman, a man that was seriously mad. Everybody was afraid of him. He was living in the graveyard best. When the man charges, he's more than 20 Alsatian dogs who are wild coming after you. One man. Jesus saw him. The spirit fell. And immediately he rebuked the spirit and the spirit left. Now, from chapter one, chapter the same chapter 5, from verse number 25 all the way to 34 jesus healed a woman i mean mark chapter 5 jesus healed a woman who had been bleeding non-stop for 12 solid hey every woman lift lift your hand up as the woman if you are seated by a man say congratulations to a woman say congratulations to them and i tell you why do you know what they go through that four or five days or three days of menstrual cycle go and find out their hormonal balances changes they can slap they can do nonsense when you tackle them they tell you that i'm in my period the hormonal balances they do a lot when they go through four or five days of bleeding and this is a woman menstruating 12 years 12 non-stop how many diapers this time you not you not this time you not use this thing how do they call that thing they will not use part which part are you going to buy you need diapers you need diapers how many diapers for 12 years 12 years now the lady met jesus touched the garment the mantle of jesus the fountain of blood dried up Give a clap unto Jesus. From Mark chapter 5. And then from verse number 38 to 43. Which is the last verse. Jesus entered into the house of Jairus. And raised up his daughter who was dead. When Jesus finished. Jesus said. The power is too much. Let me go home and liberate my own people. So in Mark chapter 6. Just the next chapter. He went to, give me verse number one and see. And he went out from thence and came into, into. You guys are not helping me. Sharon, preach with me. The rest are not helping me. And came into. To do what? To bless them. Let me go back to my family and bless them. Sometimes a man of God can operate powerfully. When he finished, he said that the residue of the anointing in my body, let me carry it home and go and distribute it there. And then maybe the person will arrive and then there is a battle. He went into his own country to go and bless them. Because he was in somebody else's country. Beautifying them. Healing them. Delivering them. Empowering them. Strengthening them. 
That is why I will never give what God has given me for Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee on any platform. I promise you. I'm telling you. You mark it. <laughs> this church will be blessed. You better join the wagon well. And you better pitch your position in well. I'm telling you. Before we start making news all over America. You watch it. Watch it. You will see. He went into his own country. And his disciples followed him. Let's go and help the master. Because in his own country. Verse number two. When he came there to the Sabbath day. He began to teach in the synagogue. Many of them hearing him were astonished. And they said. Hey. Where did this man get these things? From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this? And then look at how they nullified the power. And they said. That he does so mighty works. Outside. They had heard of him. He came. He was preaching it. Mighty works. The next verse. Very pathetic. They said. My friend, my friend, as somebody was saying, Charlie, it looks like the guy has changed level. Stop, stop. He's the same carpenter's son that we know, my friend. He's the same carpenter's son. Eh, the last time when Papa's roof was leaking, he was the one that we called. When they wanted to nail that uh, coffin, that casket, was it not this man that was sent to go and call him? He said, the, Is he not the son of Mary, the brother of James? And Joseph, had, they define him by his background. Right. Has he not stolen before? We know her. Today she says she's anointed. Do you know the number of boyfriends she has had before? My friend, forget about these things that they are talking about. Oh, hypocrites. Oh, hypocrites. Oh, hypocrites. May the Lord turn that mouth upside down. Oh, hypocrite. Who told you? It is only you. Very soon you realize that you are the only person there. He said, and Simon, are they not, are all his sisters not with us? And they were offended at him. Familiarity. They were familiar. Another word for familiarity is offended. They were offended. They were offended. They were offended. The key to their healing was there. They were offended. Sometimes God will send you an answer. But he will not package it in the container you are expecting. So I said I will send you money. Then you are expecting that I will send it through UPS. Meanwhile, I'm sending it through EMS because where I am, there is no UPS. What I have is EMS. So you are expecting UPS, but mine is EMS. You don't know EMS here because it is not here. But where I come from, there is EMS. Expedited mail service. So you are expecting UPS or the other one. FedEx. But I am also using EMS. So it comes. And then you pick the EMS. And then you say that this may be a spam mail. Because to you, it didn't come in UPS container. It didn't come in FedEx container. It didn't come in the package you were expecting. So God sends you somebody. And then you are expecting that. No, no, no. No, no, no. This boy, he's too young. Even he doesn't speak uh, slangs. No, no, no. You will miss it. They define him by his background. And they were offended. Familiar. So verse number 4 and 5 and 6. Look at 4, 5 and 6. 
But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country. And among his own children, his own family. One day, Bible says that David, ladies and gentlemen, had gone to fight. Go with me to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 6. And let's start reading from verse number 16 to 23. Listen to me very well. David was bringing the ark. Write the scripture down. I'll just give the story because of my time. David had gone to bring the ark of the covenant home when he was coming. Bible said that they were all dancing. And David was dancing. David was happy. When David danced around and then David got home. Look at it. Bible said that and David was sleeping before the Lord. And, and Michal, Saul's daughter, saw him and despised him in his heart. Sometimes God will speak to somebody. The Lord will tell the person, do this and do that and do that. The Lord, because the Lord didn't speak to you, you may not hear. So the person says, let's do this and that and that. And then you go like, no, 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 no. You know, that kind of confusion. And that kind of, you know, I don't know whether to call it rebellion or that kind of thing. So, do you know what happened? That was in the heart of Michal. Look at verse number 17. But they brought in the ark. And then David offered sacrifices unto the Lord. Verse 18. And David blessed. Look at that. He blessed the people. Verse number 19. And he gave them gifts. Some he gave a good piece of flesh. A flagon of wine and others, and the people departed unto his home. Look at the next verse 20. And David returned to do what? Yeah. Sometimes an anointed person can go somewhere and the Lord will use him mightily. The people appreciate, the people receive, but he returns to his own and they are so familiar. He was going to his own house to bless them. He said, let me carry the residual anointing. I pray that nobody in this house, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, will be familiar with the oil of God. Because it comes with a cost and it comes with a price which we have no idea. Bible says that, and Michal, the daughter of Saul, sometimes out of pride, out of pomposity, well, to, to, to them, you are, you are a guest preacher, but to us, you are our, our friend. Our, and then, he said, how glorious. Look at, look at that. Bible says, how glorious was the king of Israel today? How glorious were you? And you uncovered yourself today in the eyes of all the people that were there. And you were dancing like a non-entity. When people come to church and they are dancing, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I go behind though. If I won't dance, I go behind. I don't say that, hey, my friend, the dancing that you are dancing, stop it. Hey, I am afraid though, before God brings a knock over my head, Somebody dancing for the Lord, you are telling me, you are telling the person that, my friend, my friend, the way you are dancing, you are sweating too much. You let the place think. So please, my friend, stop dancing like that. Hey, are you not afraid? In 2 Samuel chapter 1 and verse number 14, let us read it before we come here. David asked a man who killed Saul, who claimed that he had killed Saul. He said, he didn't kill Saul, but he claimed. Give me verse number 14, from verse number 14. He didn't kill Saul. He knew that Saul wanted to kill David. And so, he was thinking that by coming to tell David that I have killed Saul, David will promote him. You are now my chief armor bearer. David said unto him, he said, Mabel, 
how was it? Listen to me. He said, how was it that you were not afraid to stretch forth your hand to destroy the lost anointed that the Lord is using to liberate people? Were you not afraid? Hey! Bruh! Were you not afraid to destroy the anointed of the Lord? Because the anointing in him must be distributed through mantles. Were you not afraid? And then he said, verse number 15, he called one of the young men that were there. He said, go and strike him and kill him. Go near. And David said unto him, your mouth, your mouth, and he smote him and he died. Verse number 16, and he said unto him, your blood be upon your head, for your mouth has testified against you, saying, can we all read it? I have slain the Lord's anointed. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Lord, in any way that I have slain your anointed, forgive me. Listen, whatever you don't understand today, especially in the body of Christ, you keep quiet because revelation is progressive. Today you don't understand it, but tomorrow you understand it. If I tell my son, Bishop, right now that one plus one is equal to one, he will doubt it. He doesn't understand. He will fight me. But when he grows, he gets to college. And then by fair, uh, 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 um, uh, oh, where is my mass? Mama, where are the mass? The, the, uh, uh, binary base and all that. We can prove that one plus one is equal to one. At that time, he will understand. But now, he will not understand. So if today, he starts castigating, you are a liar. You are not true. You don't know anything. Tomorrow, when he comes to know it in college, he said, now that he's coming to look for me to beg me, maybe he has gone on TV to say that the man is a bad teacher. My father doesn't know anything. After destroying the person, now revelation comes. So whatever you don't understand and you don't know, just keep quiet. A lot of people don't know that. That is why they destroyed the body of Christ. Anything that you are teaching is wrong. Meanwhile, it was quoted from the scriptures. And then they will castigate against it. Tomorrow, the Lord opens their eyes. Because in Luke chapter 24 and verse number 45, the Lord had to open the eyes of the disciples after three and a half years before they started understanding the scriptures. So until the Lord opens your eyes, you'll be blind to the scriptures. So when somebody catches a revelation, you'll be saying that, my friend, carry that thing, go. We don't understand this mantle. We don't understand that. We don't understand that. Tomorrow, when God brings you to the place of enlightenment and now you come to understand it. Hey, that thing that the young man was, God was preaching about, I was the one bashing him. Keep quiet. Tell somebody, keep quiet. Keep quiet. So what is the mantle? Five minutes. What is the mantle? It is any element. Listen very well. What is the mantle? It is any element or garment that has been empowered either by contact or by proclamation of an anointed person. So, all of you online, I want you to get a new thing that you have never used before. Those of us here will get the mantles here. Of course, I told you, those of you online, on the prayer line, I said that if you need some of the mantles, send us a text, and we will mail it. Send us a text with your address. Or you can go into our, inbox, our, our what, messenger right, on Facebook, 
and then sent us a message that you need some of the because we have cooked it i'm telling you man i prayed over it i have made declarations over it i lifted each and every one of them i said father when people use it the same thing that happened in the bible let it happen because he's the god of yesterday he's the god of today the god of tomorrow he doesn't change then open he their understanding so those of you online get a brand new garment that maybe you have not used before it could be a socks it could be anything it could be anything but make sure it is brand new that has not been used because the the the, the mantle is any element or garment that has been empowered either by contact or by pronouncement from an anointed person or vessel now for example jesus sat in the boat of um, Peter to speak the word when he left the anointing was in the boat when Jesus said launch out into the deep it was because the boat that had been anointed went there the fishes were attracted to it <laughs> that is another dimension the Lord told me today wow. listen let me tell you something the anointing it can be in a vessel it can be upon a person in the case of a vessel, I gave you Moses and his rod, right? In the case of a person, I've given you many examples. Now, the mantle, like for example, this garment, I am not proud and I am not ashamed to say publicly that I am anointed. Amen. I know it. Yes. Give a clap unto the Lord, except you don't believe it, but I am yeah because <laughs> listen the other day nicodemus told jesus he said we know we we know that you are from god because no man can do the things you are doing he said, there are certain things when you do you must know that you are anointed because the thing that we are doing here hey how long have we been in existence you have no idea what i'm talking about it immediately assumes whatever is said over it. So when I start distributing this, before I start distributing it, I'll pray over all those online and then your mantles and then the power is going to come in. Now, the anoint, the, the, the mantle does six things. Let me quickly give it to you so that when you get the mantle, you can be using it for those. It's very important that I give you those things that the mantle does. Number one, the mantle opens doors. It does what? If you write and you can write. If you are recording, you can record. But you can also listen to it on the podcast. Now, it opens doors. It makes room for escape. Exodus chapter 14, verse 16 and verse 26. You can write it. Exodus chapter 14, verse 16 and then verse number 26. The Lord told him when they got to the Red Sea. The Lord said, but you lift up what? What did he say should lift up? He said, lift up thy rod, which was his mantle. And stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. They were at a place where there was no escape route. And the Lord said, the mantle must make a way. So, verse 26 Verse 26 says that. So, 
he lifted the same Exodus chapter 14, verse 26 says that, and the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians. He used the mantle to open the Red Sea for the children of God to go through dry. You get to a place, it looks like there is no way out. You go for somewhere, you, go, you are going for a meeting, they say that, hey, there is no going to be a way. Apply your mantle. Put it in your pocket. Lord, in the name of Jesus, there must be a way out. So I go for this interview. There must be a way out. Now, the mantle is the evidence that God is with you. On Friday, I use your car key as an example. The, 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 the evidence that you have a car sitting at the car park is your car key. The evidence that God is with you is the mantle. Sometimes, we can easily forget that the presence of god is with us so you remember the mantle and then you go like oh yes yes lord it is not god but it is an evidence that god is with you and when you apply it god moves but it is not god because we can't package god in this but it is an evidence that he is with you so lord this is an evidence that you are with me as i go give me favor then you appear there they look at you. Esther chapter 5 and verse number 1. Bible said that Esther fasted. Can, can you give me just 10 more minutes of your time? Now, Bible says that Esther fasted. When Esther did three days of prayer and fasting, the anointing came upon her garment. Jesus Christ. The same woman who for 30 days, the king didn't want to see her. When the anointing came upon her, now look at that. Now it came to pass. Somebody say it came to pass. After today's service, something will come to pass in your life. I am sad for people who could have been here who are not here. Some sadness just entered into my heart for them. Now, that Esther put on her royal apparel. Somebody say her royal apparel. That was her garment. Esther wore her garment. You heard the testimony of L.P. Howard. L.P. Abby, come, come, come. Be very quick. L.P. Abby was going to deliver. Now, bring that mantle. Where is the mantle? Bring it. Give her a microphone for me. She was going to deliver. They were saying, <laughs> complications. When I say, <laughs> it means complications and things that must not happen that are happening. They said this and that and that. And what happened? Uh-huh. This is the bag that she took to the hospital. Look at this. Her oil. We, we have keys. She had a communion. She had the oil. And she had the mantle. Triforce. And she took five of the church flyers. And she said, my God, I serve in this house. There is an anointing in this house. I will not go through this tribulation. I will, you see, listen. Bible says that the children of the world are wiser than the children of light. How pathetic. How pathetic. I'll say it the American way. How pathetic. How pathetic. How pathetic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. That we have all the tools. And all the keys. But we are not using them. She was going. Anointed herself carried this carried the oil carried 
church flyers. Carry the communion. Look, she had everything in. People come, you give them something. Oh, what is this? And then they take it and then they tear it. Oh, when they go to the, the washing bay to wash their car, then they are looking for trash out of their car. They see the church flag. Oh, this thing, right? That's lied in this car for a very long time. And then they crumple it. You have no idea. When Papa came here, didn't you hear the testimony? Somebody was going to poop. And she forgot tissue. When she went there, somebody had come to use the last tissue. And as she was searching, <laughs> she saw a flyer. She said, half a loaf is better than nothing. <laughs> Best, half a loaf of bread is better than nothing. <laughs> so in order to carry this thing walking around in the church, let me at least use this thing. God will have mercy on me. She carried a flyer. And then she was having piles for 15 years. The piles vanished. Listen, we have arsenals. We have weapons. The oil. The communion. The mantle. The mantle, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you, man of God. The mantle, get, get, get this one. The mantle, Bible said that she was wearing her mantle. And she was strategically positioned. Hey, when the king saw her, it wasn't the face, oh, because he has been he has been seeing the face te- all the time. He said that the face face now from me, bro, from The face as what? How do we say it in English? The face has. Explain it to those who can't understand afunomi. Sometimes, bro, from The face is like. I am fed up with the face. That is what it means. I'm fed up with your face. Ah, it's, it's here. Oh, come on. Come on. How come the same person that told you that I will give you a beautiful wedding, the wedding of your lifetime, after some time, called a person, looks at it, he said that. Oh, oh, come on, come on. Sometimes the person will mute it. <laughs> and then sometimes tell you, brother, sister, we are not compatible. I have seen that our incompatibility has come to show. <laughs> Brother, apply the mantle. Some forces are working. Yes, the devil never fights against anything that doesn't have value. The devil is fighting that relationship. Understand where it is going. If the devil is fighting that child, understand the destiny. Don't be like somebody who is ignorant. Anytime you see the devil wrangling somewhere, fight that devil to let him go. Don't give up. And apply the mantles. Sometimes people will call me from somewhere. I said, get a, a bottle of water. One day somebody told me, he said, hey, if you start using water, water like that, they will say that you are using a marine spirit. I said, I'm using with three sun I'm using with marine spirit. <laughs> I said, I'm using a spirit upon your head. When we are applying the keys that God has given us. You are talking about one day Jesus was going to heal a man who was born blind. He was born without eyes in his socket. He spat on the ground. Hey, if it was today, you'll be on BBC. Facebook, my goodness. You regret. Which one? The other one. The one that is TikTok. As the name. As the name. So is how fast it goes. Tick, 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 tick. By the time you read a pop, they will tick tock you. 
You'll be surprised. They will tweet you until you yourself, you, you will not have any spirit in you again. Jesus spat on the ground and then molded clay <laughs> and then called him. He said, come and carried it and plastered on his eye. Hey, and the next statement is something I will never forget, Leila. Jesus told the man that was blind. <laughs> he said, go and wash it in the pool of Silo. Jesus, he was born blind. <laughs> hey, this guy was born blind. Heal me. You have created soil with your spittle. You didn't even say that. Bring water. <laughs> and the guy was hearing it. What is happening? He said, I'm creating eyes. <laughs> and then took it. And then mixed it. He said, bring your eyes. Carried it. Bam. <laughs> Carried it. Bam. Let us see some miracle. Nothing. So now you have put spittle on my eyes. What should I do? He said, go and wash it in silo. Jesus, at least let them give me some kraba, some calabash and water to wash my eyes. Some calabash or some bowl with water to wash my eyes. He said, you, after spitting on the ground and using the ground to touch my eye, I should walk from here to silo. A distance of about three and a half miles to go and wash my eyes. What kind of man are you? Hey, like the whole America will come after him. His lawyers will come after him. We will sue you big time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because one of the greatest words Americans know is suing. We will sue you right now for using saliva. Just pray that the guy will not say that my, my, my head is aching. They will say that the saliva, oh, <laughs> the saliva was carrying coronavirus. It has entered into the guy's head. Praise the name of complications. Thank you complications and what are some of the terms all those terms uh-huh. thank you god bless you and then jesus said go and watch as he was going what happened his eyes began to see the anointing resting on the mantle ladies and gentlemen will always make a way number two what that now you can write this scripture also down for the first one that the the mantle makes way. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 7 all the way to 15. When Elijah, Elisha took the mantle that came from Elijah, when he got to the, 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 the water. Now, Bible said that, and now look at it. And 50 sons of the prophet came to stand there to view afar off. And they, they, they stood by the river Jordan, verse 28. Now look at it. Verse, verse 8, sorry, the next verse. Let's be very quick because of my time. Now, and Eli Elijah took his mantle. Remember, Elijah took his mantle. Elijah's anointing was in his mantle. He took his mantle, wrapped it around the two of them, and then smote the waters, and they were divided. And the two of them went on dry grounds. The anointing makes a way where there seems to be no way. Now, look at verse number 9. When, and it came to pass that when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, what do you want? He said, I want a double portion. Number 10. Let's be very quick. And he said, you have as a heart thing, but when you see me go, you'll get it. Verse number 11. And it came to pass when they were still talking and going. Behold, there appeared a chariot that separated between them. Verse 12. Look at verse 12. And Elisha saw it and cried, my father, my father. Now, one of the ways of receiving anointing is to have a father, daughter, father, son relationship with the carrier of the anointing. 
That is why here, I know that everybody will be blessed. Yeah. Because it is not about age. Now, God can call somebody and empower him. Elisha was older than Elijah. Yeah. Called him my father, my father. Because inheritance flows from fathers to children, not from friends to friends. That relationship must be there. Now, and he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes. Now, the one that he was wearing, and he tore it in pieces. Why? Because he had now taken a new garment. Verse number 13 and 14. Let's be quick. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of the river. Now, the river Jordan had come together. Verse number 15. Look at verse 15. Verse 15. And when the sons of the prophet, which were viewing at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah is resting upon Elijah. Why? Because of the mandate. And he took the mantle of Elijah. Please, verse number 15. Verse number 15. And when the sons of the prophet, which, which, which stood in Jericho, they said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elisha. And they came and then they bowed. How did they come and then they bowed? Because before this verse, which is the verse, the next, the, the previous verse, verse number 14, he used the same mantle. He hit the water and then it broke open. If there is any resistance in your life from today, in the name of Jesus, by the mantle, it will give way. Amen. I can't hear your believing. Amen. amen. I can't hear your believing. Amen. amen. Number two. The mantle brings provisions. Please, let me give you these points because this is what the mantle is going to do. You must know what it is going to do. It brings provisions. It brings provisions. Now, business was failing for Peter until Jesus sat in his boat and the boat became his mantle. And all of a sudden, we know the story. So write the scripture down. Luke chapter 5, verse 3 to 7. So, Something is not working. Maybe your academics is not working. Go and take your ID card. It doesn't mean that don't go and learn. Learn. But take your student ID card. Don't go and say that, hey, buy the mantle. Today I won't study. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Lord, open my eye. <laughs> open my eye. Buy the mantle. Open my eye to see the exam question. Your failure will be more miserable than anything. You will fail before, beyond the word fail. <laughs> what a mantle does is that it amplifies our efforts. So you study. Lord, I went for rehearsal. But I got to study. So you study. As you are studying your eyes. Lord, help me. Put your mantle on your head. And then some of the time, as you are studying, you study and then you go. Then the Lord will begin to download things to you. Then you will have a dream. And the Lord, somebody will be telling you, open to this chapter, this one, that one, that one, that one. And then you just, but I have seen it before. That is, I have witnessed it personally. That is why I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a practical example. I woke up and I said, hey, who was here? Because it was my friend, one of my friends that was showing me in the dream. I called him. I said, Wait, did you come here? He said, no. I said, okay. He said, why? I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> And then I took my book and I started opening and I started learning the place. And then I called him. I said, brother, can you come to where I am today? 
He said, Charlie, tomorrow we are having the exam. I said, come, come, come. And he came. I said, let's read here. Let's read here. He said, no, no, no. This place will not come. I said, brother, I just had an encounter. I just had an encounter. So if you like, listen. If you like to, don't listen. But me, what I heard, <laughs> I'm going to do it. So I learned it. And then he learned some. He didn't learn some. Because he was following experience. He said that experience shows that this lecturer will bring this question. This year, when he brings this question, he doesn't bring this question. Next year, when he brings this question, he will not bring that question. But that year, the lecturer turned the tables around. What I learned, everything came. It makes way. Number two, the anointing brings provisions. That is what I'm saying. Now, in Numbers chapter 20, Numbers chapter 20, verse 7 to 11, let's quickly read it. Numbers 20, verse 7 to 11. Listen, when you understand this, eh, it is a major key. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, now look at what the Lord said. Take the rod. Somebody say, take the rod. They were at a place where they were thirsty. They didn't have water. They were dying out of thirst. And the Lord said, I'm going to make provision for you. Take the rod, the mantle. And he said, gather the assembly together. And then before their eyes, speak unto the rock before their eyes and they shall give water. He's going to speak. Why must he take the mantle? Because with, with the mantle, it is evident that God is there. And they had water. When you continue the rest, they had water by reason of the mantle. If there is any lack in your life, after today, there is coming provision in Jesus' name. Hey, I have wrapped, sweetie, I have wrapped my mantle around my ATM card before. The next moment I heard somebody was saying, oh, man of God, I've been thinking of sowing a seed in your life. Oh. But I said, but how, I said to myself, but what happened? And then all this while, <laughs> you know, but by the mantle, somebody spoke to somebody. He said, the man needs provision. He brought it to me. I took it. Hallelujah. Amen. By the mantle, luck will go away from your life. Amen. I said, luck will be away from your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three. I'm just giving you six points. Number three. What does the mantle do? The mantle heals diseases. All diseases. All manner of diseases. I'm telling you. Infertility. Lower sperm count. Upper sperm count. Medium sperm count. Tie the mantle to your turbine. Okay. You don't understand. Because you are children. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ophia. Hallelujah. Listen. Tie the mantle. To the turbine. And declare. Let there be power. Inside the turbine. Today, let there be power inside this turbine. And then, and then, let the Lord manifest himself as you are working. L.P. Howard's testimony. He said, and we were trying. <laughs> Later, I'll ask her what she meant by they were trying. L.P. Howard, for that two weeks you stayed in Ghana, only God know. The mantle was not only mantling. For I speak it in parables. It heals all manner of diseases and sicknesses. Mark 
chapter 5, verse 25 to 30. The woman with the issue of blood. She said, Mark chapter 5, 25 to 30. Um, and then, a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, verse 26, and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had. When she heard that it was Jesus, she now look at verse 27. She came behind him. When she had heard it is Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Not even Jesus. And what happened? Verse number 28. For she said, if I may only touch his garment, I shall be whole by faith. And what happened? Verse, 20, verse 29. And straight awake, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Somebody's sickness will vanish after today. Somebody's issue will go away today. Just mix it with faith. I don't care how you came here. But mix this thing with faith. That is why I'm taking time to give you biblical basis for what we are doing. Before you say that I'm teaching false doctrine. Because I don't teach doctrine. I teach the Bible. Now look at it. Verse number 30. And Jesus said, virtue. Immediately knowing himself that virtue, power has gone out. If you receive the mantle and you apply it by faith, power will come. He said, power has gone out of me. And then turn him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? Praise the name of Jesus. Now, number four. Now, by the way, Acts chapter 19, verse 11 to 12. Acts 19, 11 to 12. Acts 19, 11 to 12. Let's be quick and read it. And God did special miracles by the hands of Paul. Verse number 12. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs, aprons. We have them here. So that diseases departed from them. When you get a mantle and there is some sickness or disease anywhere of your body, apply faith. Tie it there. Sometimes it may not finish on the first day. Do it again. Keep doing it. Keep mixing it with faith until you see it. Because it will work. It has worked for me several times it has worked for others you have heard the testimony of abby you have heard the testimony of my wife you have heard the testimony of our you have heard the testimony of people it will work for you say me a believing amen. amen number four the mantle cast out devils that is in verse number 12 acts chapter 19 verse 12 he said that so out of his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the diseases departed from them and evil spirits went out listen when you take the mantle to your home any devil there will check out say amen Amen. they will check out somebody used to sit in his car when he sits in the car then van dyke some spirit will sit in the car he could feel some of the time but as she is sitting down (laughs) and driving then a hand is massaging her back. Hey, you are alone. Can you imagine sitting in your car driving and then a hand, a lady, and then a hand will be massaging. And she told me, she said, Man of God, sometimes it tries to open my brazier. I said, Hey, sister, then this spirit, hey, President of Jesus, <laughs> the spirit, hey, this spirit doesn't just want to sit in the car, he wants more than that. <laughs> I said, Sister, we better finish this spirit before he rapes you in the middle of the road. 
a spirit that is trying to remove your bra at the back. Things are happening now. People go to their rooms and there is some heaviness there. You feel some presence. That is why we give church stickers. The stickers that I give, I don't just give it out to. I, I pray. I cook it. Somebody say he cooks it. In prayer. I say, Lord, when we fix it on our cars, when we fix it on our homes, and we hit the road network, let every devil run for cover. Evil spirit went out as a result of the mantle. Do something for me. Number five, it brings favor. The mantle brings favor. You are going for any meeting, it brings favor. Say favor. favor. I've already given you the scripture in Esther chapter 5, verse 1 to 4, where the, where the mantle, her royal April, brought her favor before the king. And the king said, I will give you whatever you want. And finally, I love this one. Finally, the mantle is a medium of duplication of the anointing. Listen, there is power in this house. It has been, some has been transferred here. When you carry it, you are carrying power. It is a medium of duplication of the grace. Philippians chapter 1 verse 7. Paul said, you are all partakers of my grace. So God will pick a person and put grace on him. Now, as I prayed over these mantles, any grace over my life, any grace over the people that have laid hands upon me, is here. It is here. Don't see it as a handkerchief. For you are partakers of my grace. I want you to close your eyes. Do it. Do it. Listen. The mantle is going to come upon you. When you receive it, whatever you are believing God for, I want you to use it. Apply it to it. Whether business, academics, they sent you a letter and that letter, you don't like it, wrap it in the mantle. Pray for a turn around. Something is bothering you. Online members, make your mantles ready. It may be a dress. It may be a socks. It may be any garment that you have not used before. I want you to lift it. I want you to make it ready. The same power is going to come there. But we have more of the anointings here. I mean more of the mantles here. Wherever you are, all over the world. If you send us your address, I promise you, this week, we will send you a mantle. This week. I want you to start praying. Rain can you be on your feet? If you can. Holy Ghost power. Rain
very simple because of our numbers and because of the time I'm going to first of all pray for online members and online members if you have your oil I want you to when I finish praying I want you to anoint that mantle because I am personally going to give each and every one of you here including all our children the mantles now I will anoint the mantle with the oil as for the prayers I prayed over it each one of them each one of them a lot over 100 plus many here but i have prayed over each one of them over the night but i'm going to anoint each one of them with the oil and give it to every one of you online members lift up that mantle and lift up that oil now when i finish now listen we'll be playing that same song and then you'll be coming the ushers will direct you maybe maybe coming from the park you receive it you go when you go put it on your head and begin to pray whatever you are believing god for if there is any sickness on any part of your body lay there devils will check out of people from here i mean i hope you people are ready for me okay with all the ushers the protocol and everything so let me pray over online members first something will happen here father in the mighty name of jesus i pray over the mantle of your people in the blessed and mighty name of jesus i decree and i declare i think which camera is watching me give me one father in the mighty name of jesus i pray over the mantles of your people and i decree and i declare let the anointing of the holy spirit come over it let it change situation let it change nature let it leave from being a chemistry to become a mystery when it is applied let all the six benefit that we declared come upon it i decree and i declare that it is empowered now i want you to take that oil we empower that oil and we decree and we declare that by reason of the oil when you anoint that garment let it become empowered let it become potent let it become supernatural in jesus blessed and mighty name now you can lay it on your head yes the, the, the last time we did that uh, impartation service and i said people should lay their hands on their head on friday people were in their homes they were slain frida and Kuk, they were totally slain they were totally slain some of you will be slain by the time you come out that sickness will be out of your body that devil will leave your home in the name of jesus now father now do it for me father in the name of jesus I pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, told me this. Let the oil be a 
empowered. Let the oil be empowered. Let the of peace come in. Loose, natural tendency and become very supernatural. In the mighty name of Jesus, let sicknesses depart. Let there be provision. Let there be supernatural visitation. Let the heavens be open. In the name of Jesus, I want you to come. Shabadabaya.
remember Friday when we were doing I was doing the laying on of hands my son bishop came and then he fell here now after service he couldn't wake up I, I everything was done those of you that were here now I carried him to the car he will not wake up I drove home he will not wake up I put him on the bed he will not wake up when he woke up in the morning so in that night I spent it in their room because I wanted to know what was going on. When he woke up from sleep, the first thing is, Daddy, where is the man? And I said, which man? He said, that great strong man that was standing there giving things to people. Seven-year-old seven year boy. 
he was slain under the power. And he, he was taken into another dimension. And the Lord opened his eyes and his ears. And he saw and he heard. We are here. We are not seeing anything. Because we are eating chocomilo. <laughs> Just breathe your name upon me. Come on, do it for me. So be expecting something. This is not the usual service. That is why now we are still here. Upon me, just breathe your name upon me. Just breathe your name upon me. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. 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 Just breathe your name upon me
on you and begin to pray and sing. The name of Jesus. Receive first beginning. But I want something hot. Lord is I will lift him up Establish you. The Lord will make you great. Take it in Jesus' name. 
Let the Lord put it in your hands. It is in your heart. May the Lord put it in your hands. May the Lord make you very favorable. Jesus name. Amen. Lift up your hands. Let out of your belly flow rivers of living waters. Let your faithfulness be for the fruit of your womb. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just breathe your name upon me. Out of your belly flow rivers of living waters in the name of Jesus. From today, let it be so. May the Lord put what is in your heart, in your hands, in the name of Jesus. Let the mantle manifest a new dimension that you have never experienced. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your ears. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your ears. In the name of Jesus. For baby Nina, the name of Jesus, you will surely be anointed. The minstrel that will sing down the glory of God, the name of Jesus.
Ali, if you have any point of contact, I just want you to lift it. I want to pray over it. Maybe your bank card, maybe your letter, something that is a point of contact. I just want to pray over it. That's the last thing I'm doing. As the oils are stirred, you have your bank card or something. It can be a blank check. It can be something. Somebody should bring me my bank cards is in, in my office. We are all being blessed together. Any point of contact, it could even be your car key, your home key for your own home. Whatever. We have never had a service like this this long. Yeah. So let, let me just pray this last prayer. The name of Jesus. Take a point of contact. Take, if you want to go get it from your car, do it. Take a point of contact. Maybe your wedding ring. Maybe your wedding finger can even be your point of contact. You are online. If you are on up to now, the Lord will change that level. And listen, I want you to follow. In this house, we don't quench the spirit as the spirit moves. Every man of God is sent to some people. There are some people, they cannot receive this type of ministry. I'm not sent to them. But the people that, that is it. If they don't send somebody to you, you always fight the person. Hallelujah. But if somebody is sent to you, yeah, yeah. After today, something will happen. There will be many, many, many testimonies. Yeah. It's always important. There will be amazing, uncommon testimonies. I'm seeing that very soon when we are coming to church. You have to book in advance because otherwise you may not have a seat. But we are going to expand to the other side. How many of you believe it? You will see it. <laughs> Remember what we say, God honest it. Lift that point of contact, please, until my own come. I won't pray. I said it is in my mobile phone cover. When you look on the right side, you see my mobile phone. It is only the pack that is there. Just bring it. Everything is inside. <laughs> but if I don't get you, won't pray. Otherwise, I'll lose out. <laughs> so I'm taking my Bible and my money, my, 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 my bank cards, my credit cards, so that my credit score will change. And all those wrong, wrong credit history. It is going to, uh-huh, this is it. Like we won't pray. You see that it's here. Maybe your license, maybe something. Take it. Listen, please, whatever we are doing here today, believe it. The greatest harm you can do to yourself is to say, stay online till now or stay here till now and you don't believe this. Lift it up. Just pray in a very simple prayer. Father, no, just believe it and say amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, after this stirring of oil, anything that we have lifted, whether online or in-house, anyone who believes as we have lifted these elements that represent our next level financially, documentation-wise, our health, somebody's health issue, our Bibles representing ministries, our business documents, something that we are believing God for. If you don't have a point of contact on something that you are believing, you can write it and add it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and I declare that from today, these things will manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
let there be an uncommon visitation the fruit of the womb business breakthroughs marital bliss new honeymoon new joy new experiences divine interventions angelic interventions i pray in the name of jesus give people their own place of habitation give people buildings give people skyscrapers give people estates the lord will bless you materially the lord will bless you spiritually the lord will bless you in your health the lord will bless you 24 on 7. your children will be blessed your grandchildren will be blessed your academics is blessed your ministry is blessed your business is blessed your family is blessed everything around you is blessed if anybody dislikes or hates you they are in a world that they can never finish they started it but it will never be stopped and they will always be defeated that sickness is paralyzed that disappointment keeps on coming 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 it is over it is over it is over i hear the sound of abundance i hear the sound of abundance i hear wedding bells ringing i hear baby naming ceremonies i hear so many good things happening i hear green cars being released passports being released money being released financial overflow receive it in jesus name ah, people will give you investment that you know nothing about i'm talking about multi-million investment somebody will wire money into your accounts and it will be genuine money it will be real money in the name of jesus i pray if they said that that sickness will kill you that disease will kill you after this encounter i pour this oil on this ground as an evidence that i have spoken unto the atmosphere as long as men walk on the surface of the earth that sickness will not kill you and that sickness will leave your body if people have said that you will amount to nothing in the name of jesus as long as men walk on the surface of the earth your relevance cannot be denied your import can never be denied no sickness will take your life you will never be put to shame you will never be disgraced i declare that from today your destiny helpers are coming the lord will partner you with destiny helpers receive it in jesus name Ah, the lord said curse that addiction in the mighty name of jesus from today that appetite for that addiction it is broken in jesus name it is broken in jesus name it is broken in jesus name you will not have taste for it again there is peace in your home there is peace in your body there is peace in your life shout and say i believe it and say i receive it you are doing it seven times say i receive it and i believe it the third time say i believe it and i receive it online you are part of it for the fourth time say i believe it and i receive it for the fifth time say i believe it and i receive it for the last time the seventh time huh do it with faith say i believe it and i receive it hallelujah come on shout unto the lord shout unto the lord 
unto the Lord. Give a shout unto the Lord. Come on, man of God, do something for me. Now, wherever you are, if the Lord has laid any seed on your heart or whatever, you can write it. If it is not here, you can write it and come and put it on the platform. And then you bring it later. If you now I want you to in this me in this atmosphere, just step, take a step of faith. Whatever the Lord has laid on your heart. But like I always tell you, don't be under compulsion. But the Lord has laid an amount on your heart or a seed on your heart. Give me the giving portal online, in-house, with everything. That's right. Come on, do it. Any amount the Lord has said, if you want to go back there, maybe you are believing God for some contrast, something you want to sow a seed into it. I want you to do it, do something very powerful. Something we have the giving portal on the line. You can do if you have it, even if you are doing it through. If you are doing it through whatever, I want you to write it. Just write it. Come and put it on the altar. They will carry everything. They will see it on the portal. But if you just write it, just write it. I want you to put something on the platform if you can. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are giving by whatever you can Put your phone or whatever. Touch the touch the platform and take it back. Touch the platform. Maybe you are giving through the portal. You touch the platform with your phone or with your card or with your checkbook or with whatever. Online members, may the same impact come to you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Want you to sow a dangerous seed? Don't be under compulsion, but a very dangerous thing. Probably something that you have never done before. I love that song. I want you to sing it. I, I want people to understand. Wait. I want you to sing that song. The Lord has laid an amount on your on your on your heart. I want you to write it. Just or you are giving through your medium, your phone, or whatever. I just want you to touch this place with that phone. Even if it is a checkbook, just touch this place with that checkbook and then go back. Yes. Shout unto the Lord. 
you have your communion? Lift up your communion. Somebody give me my communion quickly. Lift up your communion. Lift it up. We are living in three minutes. Hallelujah. Now, if you are still giving, the portal will be on the line till we finish taking communion. Now, there are some people I promised them. Now, remember, all those, all those online who will request the mantle, take their addresses and details tomorrow. Mama Chantel, tomorrow you work on them. You dispatch the mantles to them for me. Okay, thank you so much. Father, the mighty name of Jesus, we bless the bread, the trial force. We have had a mantle. We have taken the oil. Now it is the communion. Is anybody here who is not born again? You are not born again. Or online. You are not born again. I want to pray for you before we take the communion. All right, for the sake of those online who we might not know, say, Father, with my heart, I believe Jesus came to die to pay the price of my sins. With my heart, I believe I'm free because the Bible says so. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. From today, I am born again in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us take the communion. I'm pretty sure those who were not with us from the beginning, when they see me online, this one, they will say, our you has come here. <laughs> spiritual church has come here. <laughs> Please listen to the message and you understand that it's not a spiritual church. <laughs> Amen. Father, we bless the bread. We receive it with thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name. He broke it. He said, it is my body. Bless the cup, said that it is my blood. We receive it. Please. You see, you see the, 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 the way the anointing has faced out the people that can play. Do you guys see? <laughs> okay. Don't joke with the anointing. <laughs> they will always come and they'll be hiding. See the way the anointing has fished them out. <laughs> From today, that is how the anointing will fish out your destiny helpers. <laughs> anyway, rise up on your feet. How many of you have been blessed? Now, you know that we don't spend this time here. And listen, for the fact that you are still here now, it shows that God is working. American church by now. <laughs> to be left with you and the microphone by the pulpit. <laughs> we were doing the service some people came from outside to come and join <laughs> lift up your hands something will happen to you after today online the same father we thank you for service today we declare that as we step into the month of September my goodness unexpected breakthroughs miracles signs and wonders delivery as Hebrew women pregnancy galore be careful anyway pregnancy galore lord breakthroughs in jesus name we decree and declare that it is done in jesus name amen, amen. how are you there okay all of you be careful amen let's share the grace of god together the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit that's now and forevermore surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take a prophetic declaration. 
with long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen.